What is up, everybody? Welcome to the first ever Dudes Who Bet Sports. So you want to bet sports, but you need some advice on how to cash in big at a heck of a price. Well, if you want enough money to line your shorts, then you're in the right place. This is Dudes Who Bet Sports. Dudes Who Bet Sports. It's your favorite show. Dudes Who Bet Sports. Where degenerates go. Dudes Who Bet Sports. Time to change your approach with Aaron Holderman and his father, the coach. Let's ride. Well, Associated Press is full of shit. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Dude's You Bet Sports Show. It's another Wednesday edition of the show. We're going to do it a day early because of the tournament game starting tomorrow, the Sweet 16. Papa Dude, how are we doing today? Doing great. Uh, another cold one today, wasn't it? Man. Yes, very cold right. again today. It's yeah. uh, it's the Arctic today, yeah. I guess. So, um, man, a couple you of know, days off. You know, from uh, the tournament, kind of re-group and ready to roll. You know, I kind of feel sorry for the tournament because every time they get ready to play or do something, the NFL steals the spotlight. Uh, We've got some stuff to talk about in the NFL as well. We're going to do the tournament first, and then we will talk about the NFL offseason because it's it's been crazy and we got even crazier today wow. out of left field with some news so i think that's a good idea because i think this is this will be an interesting discussion uh to end the show with today there's no doubt and there's no doubt that there are people that uh, uh are in the racing dudes camp that are not happy today so no. we'll to that. <laughs> imagine who that is <laughs> we'll get to that a little bit later let's go ahead and do the games and, and let's let's talk about the sweet 16 that should be What's dominating the headlines, uh, it's not quite uh, right now. Uh, but it will be tomorrow, and we'll kick it off. The first game tomorrow night is Gonzaga and Arkansas. So the number one overall seed, Gonzaga, takes on the Razorbacks. Uh, we've got lines for these. That's good. A lot of times when we do these college basketball games, we don't have the lines for the big games, but we do for this. Gonzaga's a nine-and-a-half-point favorite. Do they win? Do they cover, Papa Duke? One more thing before I forget it, and I meant to say it at the first, and I forgot. One of our special uh, guests, or not a special, one of our favorite guys, Isaac. I thought he would be on there right off the bat. Got his driver's license today. Very good. I want to give a shout out to Isaac. That's a great thing, guys, driver's license. He doesn't have a car yet, so it's still safe to drive in southwest Missouri. So we don't have to worry about that, and I will alert everybody when he does get a car. So we can stay off the roads for a while. But congratulations, Isaac. I know you worked hard to get that. Yeah. And I'm real proud of you. So great, great take. Yeah, All right. Um, I think this line is way too high. Yeah. I really do. Um, from what I saw out of Gonzaga, I don't think they're nine and a half point favorite better or better than Arkansas. And I don't think they would have been had they played really well in the first two games, which they didn't. So and the argument can be Arkansas didn't play that well either, and that's true, which might have something to do with the line. But when I look at the four games, and I wrote the article and published it a while ago, and I'm looking at the best bet of the day of the four that we're going to have on Thursday, this is far and away the best. I mean, I just think Gonzaga is going maybe to win. I wouldn't be surprised if they don't. But nine and a half, I'll be shocked if they cover that. Don't you think that's too high? I think it's too high. I think Gonzaga is going to win the game, but I, I think it's insanely too high. I couldn't believe this. And a matter of fact, it's the highest spread of the four games we're going to talk about on Thursday. Yes. 
Yes. That's blatant disrespect to me from Arkansas. So uh, I, I think minus nine and a half for Gonzaga is too much. I will take uh, Gonzaga to win, but I will take Arkansas plus that nine and a half. Oh, I, I agree. And I, I think a lot of it is uh, Arkansas has been disrespected most of the year. Most mm-hmm. of us would agree with that. They don't get a lot of respect. They didn't play very well in the first two games. But Gonzaga didn't either. And uh, now Gonzaga, I think, played probably better team. Uh, Memphis was better than the two teams that Arkansas played. But uh, I think Gonzaga's overhyped just a little bit. They may prove me wrong. I like to watch them. But I think Arkansas will frustrate them. I think they'll slow them down. I think they'll defend them. And I think they're pretty tough. So, yes, I'm agreeing with you. I think they're going to cover. I mean, I think they're going to win, but I, I I don't think they cover nine and a half. Cindy thinks if Gonzaga plays like they did in the second half, that they will easily cover. Um, and then uh, Russ is saying that uh, Musselman will definitely use this as a motivational tool. And there's no doubt he will. Uh, so I think uh, I think you're right. I think it's going to be tough for Gonzaga to cover. I do think they're going to win this game. Um, but I thought all along Arkansas could at least give them a battle. You bet. So I think they will. All right, we'll move on to the next one. Villanova and Michigan. Michigan, the team that nobody thought should be in the tournament. They're in it, and now they got a shot to get to the Elite Eight. They take on a very red-hot Villanova team. Villanova, five-point favorite here. What do you think about this one? Well, looking at everything, you would say that line's too low. Yep. But Villanova doesn't blow teams out. That's not what they do. Um, I think this has a chance to be lopsided. I really do. Uh, I, I hope so. <laughs> anyway, um, I think Michigan will uh, has shown that they're really good. They've got good players, and they've had good players all year, but they've lost 14 games for a reason. Villanova is classy. They're tested. They're well-coached. Jay Wright knows how to handle this, how to get his team ready. They've had three days to prepare for Michigan. And I think they're going to handle them. Uh, if I was betting, I definitely would pick them, and I would pick them to cover. Same. I, I think Villanova wins. I do think they cover as well. I'm with you on that. I, I just feel like I agree with kind of what Mark has commented on here. He says, Jay, Jay Wright versus the fighting right hook. Cinderella strikes midnight on Ann Arbor. It feels like it. Um, you know, it's more for me of I just have a lot of respect for Villanova. I know you do as well. You've got to pick to win the whole thing. Yeah. Um, listen, this team is is just really, really solid. They There's are. just no other way to put it. And I think I think you know they, they didn't start the season that great, but man, they finished strong. Yeah, they did strong in the tournament. I think Villanova gets it done. Well, in, in this tournament, consistency, uh experience, defense rebounding they've got it all you know if you shoot the ball well they're going to be very very tough to beat so i think michigan got one of the worst teams for them to play to keep upsetting people of course we didn't think michigan would beat tennessee either so there is that Um, there is a difference though between villanova and tennessee and that is villanova is a basketball school and tennessee is not and that makes a difference, too. I think the biggest difference is what Mark says as well. Round of 32 versus round of 16. But much different. The extra rest, the film, um, you've said that as well. Yeah, you get three days to prepare, to unwind, yeah. to relax, get your bearings, get a game plan together. 
And uh, yeah, usually the cream rises to the top. All right, let's move on. Texas and Duke, or Texas Tech, I should say, and Duke. Uh, and these two games we're talking about next, one point and one and a half point, all that separates them according to the Vegas lines. Texas Tech and Duke, it's a 2-3 matchup. Uh, Texas Tech, a one-point favorite here. Uh, virtually a toss-up game. Where, where are you leaning in this one? I'm shocked that Tech is the one-point favorite and not Duke. Yep. You? Yes. Kind of yeah. tells us what Vegas feels about uh, Duke. Yep. Uh, Tech made a run, what, a couple of years ago, but that's been about it for them in this tournament throughout history. Uh, they are solid, very solid team. We've talked about them all year. They're ugly. Uh, they, they're not going to look good, but they're going to they're, they're be there at the end. They're not going to be afraid of Duke. That's not going to bother them, I don't think. Uh, here's the deal with Duke that I don't like. I think they're very poor defensively. I don't think they play well at all defensively. That doesn't bode well for this tournament. Now, as I said in my article, Texas Tech got the draw that nobody wants. You don't want to play Duke in the Sweet 16. You just don't. They're one of those teams you don't want to play because somehow they find a way. Mm -hmm. I'm going to take Texas Tech because I don't think Duke is as good as they usually are. And I think they're feeling the pressure a little bit of Coach K's final game. So I'm going to take Tech, uh, but I won't be surprised if Duke wins. Uh, this is a tough game for me. I'm not high on either team, but I do think Texas Tech, like you said, I think defense is going to be the difference. You know, if they can stop Duke, if they can keep them from scoring, you know, 70 points, which I, Texas Tech is capable of doing that for sure. I think they beat them. So, I'm going to take the Red Raiders. It's a toss-up game here. I felt pretty strongly about the first two games as far as the point spreads right. and the picks we made. We're on the same side again here with Texas Tech, but it truly, to me, is a toss-up. I think they've got this line absolutely right. Me too. I could see it going either way. Now, let's go to the last one of the night, and this is going to be a classic, in my opinion. Houston and Arizona. Arizona just a one-and-a-half-point favorite. The reason why I say just – Houston is a five seed. Arizona is a one seed, but Vegas says uh -uh, they're pretty damn close. One and a half point. Houston's your team. Will you go with the Cougs for the, for the upset here? Well, I think with Vegas, they looked at the first two games and yeah. that line probably was going to be four and a half, maybe five. And Houston was so impressive the way they dismantled Illinois on Sunday and Arizona's damn lucky to still be playing. And I yeah. think that's kind of, where that line comes from. Uh, I'm extremely biased and I can't pick against Houston. Uh, if they shoot the ball, this is the key. They are going to play defense and they are going to rebound and they're going to control the tempo and they're not going to be one bit afraid of Arizona. I yeah. guarantee you that. Uh, I, I have nothing against the Arizona coach, but the Houston coach is better. And I'm sure the Arizona coach is fine. I don't know that's going to get down to coaching. But if they shoot the ball like they've been shooting, I think they pull off the upset. If they have a poor shooting night, then that 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 hurts Houston when they can't when they when they struggle to shoot. But they've not been doing that lately. They've been shooting the ball really well. I I've said all along, I'm not sure how good the competition is in the Pac-12. I know UCLA is good, but I'm not sure about the rest of them. I think Arizona is really good. 
they've not played well in this tournament for some reason. Now, it could be they've got to the Sweet 16, and they'll relax, and they'll come out and play. This is going to be a heck of a game, and I wish it wasn't on so late. <laughs> well, hopefully you can stay stay awake for this. Oh, I can stay awake. It's going to be a classic. Uh, Mark chimes in and says he thinks uh, if the game was, was on 48 hours rest like, like last weekend, he would take Houston, but uh, with a little bit of extra time, Arizona, he thinks that favors them and can slow down Houston's momentum. Makes I think sense. That's true. Um, I'm going to take the Wildcats to win because they are the team I picked to win the national championship. Yeah, you I really don't. I Now that we've seen these teams play, I hate that this is a Sweet 16 game. This feels oh, more you. like an Elite Eight uh, type of game, but – in the end, I do think Arizona is going to get the job done. So I, I went with the Arizona Wildcats to, to, to beat the Houston Cougars here. Uh, yeah, I, I'll take. go ahead and take it minus one and a half, I guess. It doesn't really matter either way. No, no. it's going to be a classic. It really is. Yeah, it's, it's going to be I, really, really good. I think, um, I think Thursday's games are better than Friday's. Yes. Maybe it's because I'm interested more in some of these teams. Maybe that may be yeah. what it is. But these last two, uh, well, yeah, the last two games we just uh, talked about, the late games, pure toss-ups, no question. No doubt. All right, let's move on to our mythical final uh, eight here to get into the final four. Uh, we both picked Gonzaga. We both picked Texas Tech. Gonzaga, Texas Tech, if that is the Elite Eight matchup, who are you taking? Whew. It's going to be a tough one. Uh, I think if Gonzaga can get past Arkansas, and you took Tech too, right? Yeah. I think they beat Tech. I I think they've I think they've got a little bit too much firepower uh, for Tech, and I think they'll relax if they can get through Arkansas. I just don't think Tech's good enough to get to the. Uh, final four. I just don't think they are. So I would take Gonzaga in that matchup. I, I kind of feel like Gonzaga has drawn Arkansas. And then if they get tech, tech is the same team as Arkansas yeah. in a lot of ways, right? Yeah. Kind of, kind of scrappy, uh, tough opponent, but they're not, they're not flashy. Um, so if they can get past Arkansas, I think they can get past Texas tech. If they play Duke, I still think they're going to win. So Gonzaga for me as well. We both have Gonzaga. All right. Uh, the other one, Villanova, and then you've got Houston beating mm-hmm. Arizona. So Villanova, Houston, and the Elite Eight. Can the Coug- I know you have Villanova originally. Do you mm-hmm. stick with Villanova in the Elite Eight game? No, I, I I will go with Villanova against either team. Okay. Uh, in that in that one, I just think Villanova's playing as well as anybody. Not you know I don't know whether Houston can beat them. Villanova is really tough, and. Um, Whoever what, Villanova against whoever they play, that's going to be a tremendous game too. It yeah. really, is. yeah. Villanova, Arizona, Villanova, Houston. It, it would be great uh, for sure. I, I will stick with Arizona. Like I said, I, I have them in to win got- the national championship. No reason to go against it yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll see though. I, again, I'm I'm not confident in them after watching them the opening weekend. So we'll, we'll see what happens. All right. Let's go to Friday's uh, Sweet 16 games here, and we'll start off with Cinderella. You talk about Michigan being Cinderella. This is the true Cinderella. St. Peter's and Purdue will open us off on Friday. Uh, Purdue's a 12-and-a-half-point favorite. They probably should be. 
what about St. Peter's? I mean, can they keep this ball rolling or, or will Purdue kind of stop this? Well, here's where, as Mark said, the three days rest really comes in. Yeah. And the ability for Purdue to not only get a game plan, watch the film, figure out what to what they what they do well, but also to convince your players that hey, you better not overlook these guys. They beat Kentucky. And Kentucky would probably beat your ass. So you that's another advantage that comes around uh, with this. Mm-hmm. If you now can sit your team down and take St. Peter's seriously where some of these other teams didn't. So I think I think St. Peter's goes down. 12 and a half, that's, a, that's sketchy. You know, anytime you get up there that high uh, in a Sweet 16 game, you know, I probably will take Purdue because I think they're better than they are, and I think this three days thing will help them. They actually have four. No, no, wait a minute. They played on Sunday. So um, I, I just think they're so much better than them. I think this is it for St. Peter's. You know, I would advise everybody to stay away from the money line or from the uh, spread in this game. Uh, it's that's probably right. That's too many points for an NCAA yes. tournament game. I, I agree. It's it just, you know, it's just going to be awkward. I don't know. I, I mean, I think Purdue should be able to beat them by that much. I just stay away from it. I, I wouldn't play this one. Yes. I'm I with you. Too. I, I can see this getting away from St. Peter's late. Yeah. And Purdue might be six, seven points ahead with 10 minutes to go, and it ends up being 16, 17-point game. I could see that. The other part of it is, like Mark says, St. Peter's has been so fun to watch. And Do you really want to sit there and watch and hope that they get beat by 13 points? I mean – Right, right. That's right. I guess you could bet St. Peter's, but, you know, that's kind of – I don't know. I, I'm with you. I just don't know that they can keep it up. I, I would just stay away from it. You know, that's a great point. When we bet – on a team like St. Peter's. And I think most of us are hoping they win. I mean, yeah. why, unless you're a Purdue fan. Yeah. Or unless you got a bunch of money on Purdue, you don't want to bet them to lose bad. No. You know, you just don't. So that's a very good point. Yeah. And I, I don't really want to bet on St. Peter's in the sweet 16 either. So it's like, no. I'll just stay away, watch it. Yeah. Hope they win. Um, you know, if they don't win, hopefully they play well. Uh, so, yeah, I, I'm definitely – I'm with you on that one. Uh, all right, Providence and Kansas next. I was surprised this line, seven-and-a-half-point okay. favorites for, for the Jayhawks. Boy, Providence, I think they can keep it closer than that. What do you think? Haven't we seen this all year? Yeah. Providence gets absolutely no respect. How much more do they have to do? They're 27-5. and five. They beat a solid South Dakota State team. And then they then who was it they beat? I can't remember. I've seen they were supposed to play Iowa and Richmond. Richmond. And then it's demolished them. Just Mm -hmm. demolished them. So this will probably I haven't written the Friday games yet. This has got to be my best bet, I think. Providence and the points. This is gonna be close. I can't imagine that line being seven and a half. I just can't. Can you? I, no, I, mean, I, can't, I can't either. Um, I, I'm going to take Providence plus the seven and a half. I, I, I think they can win the game outright. I really do. Um, I do too. 
they survived a game. They didn't play very well in the opening round. That second round, they played awfully well, like you pointed out. Yes. Kansas, I mean. They were good. They were okay. They almost lost to Creighton, though. Yeah. I don't know. I'll take Providence plus seven and a half. Um, I'm going to go Providence straight up. I think they're going to beat them. I'm, I'm going to go Providence with the money line as well. I, 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 t- I may do that, too. I think with us, we are uh, – Big 12 fans, and we see Kansas so much. Yeah. And I think we've shown a little bit of disrespect to the Big 12. I think the Big 12 is proven in this tournament. They, that, that was hell of the league. And every game of the Big 12 is dog-eat-dog. So maybe that's why we don't have as much respect for Kansas. Maybe. Um, I think it's – I agree with you, though. This Kansas- line – Here's the deal. Kansas basketball is a lot like OU football. Every year they just assume around the country, oh, they're really good. Yeah. They're not always that good. And that's when I look at Kansas, yeah, they're not that good. Also, this is an inconsistent team. So they may come out and play like shit in this game and nobody, well, people might be surprised, but I'm not going to be. I don't know. I think Providence beats them. Um, And like JL is here and he's, he's saying it's a playable money line. And I think it is too. Yeah. Um, well, you're just getting good value Bar. Uh, on Providence in a game that, again, I think it should be two, three points. So oh, I, I totally agree with you on that. I thought the line was just strange. All right, North Carolina, UCLA, this this is a pretty evenly matched game, and Vegas thinks so as well. Uh, UCLA, a two-and-a-half-point favorite here. North Carolina, another very inconsistent team. When they play well, they're tough. Uh, mm-hmm. who, who do you like in this one? You hit the nail on the head. How are they going to play? I don't know. They have been really good in yeah. this tournament. Excellent. They were not good in the ACC tournament. So, again, we got the three-day thing. Uh, I like UCLA a lot. They're not flashy. Uh, the line's probably about right. I'm going to pick UCLA because I just think they're better than North Carolina. I think they've got a better team. They're much more consistent. But this is going to be, as you've said many times, the all-uniform team. Yeah, These are two classic uh, college basketball team and programs with storied histories going at each other, that's for sure. Yeah, it's going to be a cool game, no doubt about it. North Carolina, UCLA, I mean, you, you got the Beast from the East, the Beast from the West, two great programs. Look, I – I, this is one I wish they would have seeded North Carolina a little better or they would have to play this game in the Sweet 16, but it is what it is, right? I mean, this this North Carolina team is 26-9 and nine, a lot of years. That would give you a two or a three seed if you're North Carolina. Well, it's, a, it's amazing to me they were an eight. They it was just just... undervalued all year, as the ACC did. Um, yeah, they did. End of the day, I am going to go UCLA. I think their experience pays off. Uh, I think it's a really good first year under the new coach there for North Carolina. Oh, oh, I think yeah. it comes to an end. I'm not going to be surprised either way, though. This is a really close game. Um, but I like UCLA's experience. Five uh, five starters back from last year's team went to the Final Four. And, you know, a, a coach there at UCLA, they, they play a hard-nosed brand of basketball. They really do. They did in Cincinnati under him, and they do now at UCLA. And it's, it's paying off. I, I think they're going to be I think they're a little tougher than North Carolina. Uh, North Carolina at times has been soft this yeah. year, but you've got that tradition and, and you've gotten this far now. 
and they did win 26 games. That's not downgrade that. Yeah. And again, up until the last two or three weeks of the season, they had them down as a bubble team, which is yeah. the dumbest thing. I've never seen more disrespect shown to a league that, and it started from the beginning of the season. That everybody just said the ACC's not any good, and I didn't understand that from the start. There's a lot of teams in the ACC that won over 20 games, so they weren't that bad. Uh, so anyway, I, this is going to be a good one. I like UCLA though. Russ says UCLA is his biggest play. Uh, Mark seems to like UCLA as well. Hey, you want to talk about another 20 win plus team out of the ACC that's in the Sweet 16 as a 10 seed? Sure, let's do it. Miami, they will play Iowa State the last game on Friday night. I hope these teams surprising that they're here. Iowa State for sure. Miami, just a two and a half point favorite. I like the Hurricanes a lot in this game. What about you? Oh, I did say that. This is another one. I may play this one as my best bet. Yeah. Uh, they got hosed. Miami did. Uh, they're extremely well coached. They are matchup problems all over the place because they play small. They got four guards and one forward. Um, I I did not think Auburn would get there. They were the two seed out of this uh, district. But I picked USC instead of Miami. Yeah. Uh, Miami should beat Iowa State. Iowa State won two of the, and I don't want to disrespect Iowa State. They won the way they have to win. Two of the ugliest games I have ever seen. Those those two games they won were just, you know, LSU was just terrible in the first round, and they made Wisconsin look bad in the second round. They are a very good defensive team. If they can get the game into the 60s, I said 60s, mm-hmm. they got a shot. And because their defense is really, really good. So you can't discount them. I think Miami is much better. So I, I like Miami to win this one. All right. Let's go to our mythical Elite Eight games. If it gets here, Purdue uh, will take on uh, North Carolina or UCLA. Who did you pick in that? You picked UCLA, didn't you? Well, not Purdue will take Providence or Kansas. Oh, oh you're right. You're right. You're right. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> um, I picked UCLA. Okay, so Purdue, UCLA, and the Elite Eight. Who, who's moving on to the Final Four? That's toughy. Uh, I've said all along, Purdue is very good, but they aren't great. Mm-hmm. They've not been able to win the game that makes them great. This will be the one that will make them great if they can win it. I don't think they will. If it gets there, I'm going UCLA. Yeah, I'm the same way. I'm going to go UCLA to get to the Final Four. Uh, I had them in the Elite Eight playing Kentucky, and then I had Kentucky in the Final Four. Well, that's long gone. I so, did. Um, I'll take I'll take the Bruins, uh, a four seed, to make it out of that East region. Okay, I can't remember as far as picking just the winner. Did you pick Kansas or Providence? I know we both like the point spread. I had you? I had Kansas. Okay, so Kansas and Miami for you. Trying to think who oh I had Wisconsin coming out of there against mm-hmm. Kansas. Uh Kansas if Kansas gets by Providence, I think they win the next one. I really do. So I'll go Kansas. I totally agree. The winner of the Kansas Providence yeah. game was going to the final four. 
I picked Providence, so I will pick them, obviously, to beat Miami, get to the Final Four seed, which will give uh, my predictions of, well, now, as, as we get to the third round here, of uh, two four seeds and two one seeds in the Final Four. So I'll go UCLA and Providence come out of the East and the Midwest. So I And I think overall you said it. You're right. The Friday games, they're not those marquee type of matchups in – they're kind of more wide open, maybe other than the first one. And anything can kind of happen with these teams. Yeah. yeah. I think what hurts this Friday is the Iowa State Miami game is kind of a, yeah. In the eyes of most of the nation, that's going to kind of be a dud. Sure. Know? Well, you win Thursday night with Houston and Arizona, which might be the best game of all the Sweet 16 games. And then you end with Miami and Iowa State on Friday night. So. It is what it is. I think that's where we're at on that one. Yep. Yep. All right. Well, there it is. That's uh, we hit our mark. I wanted to spend 30 minutes on it and we did it, but we got to get to something else because the (laughs) NFL just won't let college basketball have the spotlight. An absolute blockbuster trade goes down today. Out of nowhere, out of left field. Hadn't even heard about this. No. We no. live in Kansas, or we live in Missouri. We hadn't heard about this. Tyreek Hill traded today after not being able to come to a long-term agreement with the Chiefs. He was traded today to the Dolphins for five draft picks. What was your reaction to see Tyreek Hill heading to Miami? I couldn't believe it because, like you said, there's been no warning of anything. Now, we don't follow the Chiefs. So have you talked to Jared today? He was absolutely shocked. Okay, and he follows them. So he's not heard of any rumors where they're having trouble or he's upset or anything like that, right? Okay. Here's exactly the timeline that it happened. Two hours before the trade, there was a tweet saying that the Chiefs are entertaining trades for Tyree Kill after not coming to a contract agreement. And like I said, two hours later, he was gone. Yeah. That's the timeline. Well, I read a tweet that he sent out 10 days ago. Did you see that? I saw that somewhere saying, thank you, Chiefs Kingdom, or something to that effect. Hmm. I did see that. Uh, I saw, I looked at it, I looked to get some information. I think I saw it on ESPN. And so, but nobody thought anything of it. You know, no one thought a thing about it. It was like 10 days ago that he sent that out and nobody, nobody thought anything because he was signed. They just, he just wanted an extension and they couldn't agree on it. So yeah, this is a shockeroo and you know, all we can do is speculate. We know he's a loose cannon you know, I'll, I don't know that he's been in any trouble since he's been in Kansas City. I don't think he has, has he? Anything no. major. But he has a history of being somewhat of a troublemaker. He's been in trouble. Where was it? Oklahoma State, isn't that where he played? Yeah. Didn't he get in trouble down there? Yeah. Yeah. So he's had a history of it. Um, he's cocky. So let's speculate. Did he and Mahomes have problems? I don't know. No. What happened was he wanted a Devontae Adams-type money, and the Chiefs said no, and he said, see ya. There is nothing to speculate on. The Chiefs okay, are not so him the highest-paid wide receiver in the league. That's all it is. Okay. So then we have to ask ourselves, why wouldn't they? 
So what do you think about that? Is, well, he, I, is he the best? He's not as good as Cooper Cup, I don't think. Do you? I think he's the most unique football player in the league. He is, but you can shut him down, right? I think he. I think he is a guy that makes that offense what you know. It makes it different from it, other it, offenses. It does because that's what teams did. They right. shut him down. Yeah. Early in the season, until the Chiefs adjusted. You're right. And then they got to playing a little bit better. Yeah. I I don't think the Chiefs think. He's worth that kind of money. That's the bottom line, obviously. Yeah. And they didn't want to risk it. They just didn't want to risk it. Now, what do you get? Like four years for yeah. 120 million, something to that effect? Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, he's the highest paid wide receiver in the league now. Um, you know, as far as the Dolphins, they have Waddle, who's a very up and coming wide receiver. Great first year. They got have Tyreek Hill. They've got offensive line help. So we now got Chase Edmonds at, at running back. They've surrounded Tua with a ton of weapons here. Oh, they have, and they look like a contender. They were close to being a contender anyway this year. That's the thing. They were close, but now you've got Miami, New England, and, and Buffalo. Buffalo. Yeah. It's stacked. And so now you've got to ask yourself, okay, let's look at it from a Chiefs point of view here. Mm -hmm. They've lost one of their main players that might not be able to be replaced. Yeah. Because he, as you said, he is unique. He is lightning. Yeah. When when he gets the ball in the open field, lights out, it's over. You're not going to catch him. He's got that extra step, that extra burst, and he's out of here. And they don't have that. Now, they did get a lot for him. You know, they got a first-round pick a second-round pick, and a fourth-round pick this year. Mm -hmm. The first pick is number 29, I think, in the draft, and the second pick's a 50. Mm -hmm. So they can get a couple of good players there. But next year, they just get a fourth and a sixth. I don't think they got enough for him. I don't think they did either. I think it's a terrible trade. Uh, Steve chimes in and says, just another sad day as a Jets fan. The Jets were the team he was supposed to go to right out of the gate. They said, oh, it's the Jets. They've got all these picks. They can trade them. Yeah. yeah. You don't know what to believe or not, but the Jets only offered him three draft picks, supposedly. And that, you know, that would have been worse. They, they weren't really close to what the, the Dolphins ended up uh, offering. But I'm with you. Like, the picks, sure, you got five picks, and that's a lot. Okay? I would have wanted a number one next year, too. They're not very – they're not that good at picks. They're no. They're just not. Well, and here's another thing. Because of Miami's status and where they might finish next year, let's say they win 11, they're not going to draft very high. Mm -mm. So you're not going to get a high number one, probably. Um, yeah, I, I, I would have wanted a first and second round next year, too, I think. That's what I would have done. Yeah. So uh, JL says Andy doesn't draft wide receivers high. Mm -hmm. Um, okay, that's probably true. I don't think Tyree Kill was a very high draft choice because of his reputation coming out of college. He is, in my opinion, and I don't know him, and I obviously, and I've never been around him, I just see him on TV. I think he's a hot dog. I think he's a loose cannon. Yeah. And I think it could be a pro he could be a, a potential problem in certain places. So let's let's 
turn our attention to the Chiefs and what's happened. Okay. Yep. Things are interesting. Cindy makes a comment uh, here. Says, does that make the Chiefs the worst team in that division now? Um, let's think about this. Denver now has Russell Wilson. Devontae Adams is now a Raider. Justin Herbert, he's not going anywhere. And Patrick Mahomes looked like a regular quarterback who just lost his number one wide receiver. Maybe they're not the worst. They were lucky to win it this year. Every team in the division's gotten better. They've gotten worse. Your thoughts? You know, at the end of the year, uh, when the season was over this year, remember we were talking about, are they missing their window of opportunity? I remember that, yes. <laughs> it's hard to top that. Um, I just don't know how you're going to find somebody like him. I just don't know. I, you're not going to find a guy at number 29. I know that. Yeah. Unless you just get lucky and get some unknown, which Andy Reid's pretty good at. He got a quarterback that was kind of unknown. I, I, I just don't think the Chiefs are improving themselves at all. Are they going to become more of a defensive team maybe? Are they going to try to improve their defense? They're going to try to improve their running game? They're going to try to win it that way uh, with, with average – wide receivers. I mean, they've got some big time decisions to make. Uh, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't say it's all over for the chiefs yet because they still have number 15 and number 87 and they're pretty good. And uh, Reed's a good coach. So I think they're better than the Broncos too, Mark. Uh, I don't know how much Russell Williams has left and don't forget San Diego's got a baboon for a coach. So, you know, he's going to, he's worth six losses right there. So anyway, uh, <laughs> they've not, they've not helped themselves. That's for sure. It, it's just a shock. This is just a shock to me. I understand the because Mark's a Broncos fan, so yeah, he is. like us. Uh, worst case scenario, looking at it, you know, the Broncos were pretty close to being right yeah, there with them this year. They were okay. They, yeah. they had nothing on offense, and they still almost beat them a couple times. That's true. Russell Wilson doesn't have to be a superstar. He just has to be better than Teddy Bridgewater. I think he can do it. Oh, yeah. Didn't they finish last in the division? Yeah. They'll get the last place schedule then. Yes. They're going to get an easy schedule. The Chiefs are going to get a very difficult schedule. You got to take that in consideration, too, when you look at things in the NFL. You always have to look at who they're going to play. Mm -hmm. Because some teams get an easier schedule, and the Broncos are going to get all the last place teams because they finished last. Yep. So, JL yeah. says the Chiefs haven't made any moves to improve that defense and are still saddled with the awful Frank Clark contract. Oh! Not good. <laughs> it's not good. Kansas City, I'm telling you. Um, let's see. They did get Juju Smith-Schuster from uh, – Pittsburgh. So, what do you is that is that a good replacement for Tyreek? You think he can he can be Tyreek? As soon as I've never heard of him, I would say no. <laughs> <laughs> it's not looking good in Kansas City right now. Oh, just, they're not the favorites to win that division. No, I don't think so. No, 
No, we'll just have to see what they come up with. You know, it's a long off season. They could they could trade. They could do some stuff. So we'll see. Uh, but this is this came out of the blue. Yeah, totally yeah. came out of the blue. Now I will say this to 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 use the soundbite for something a little more cheery for Chiefs fans. I gotta think when Tyreek walks into the Dolphins room and sees that Tua is the quarterback, <laughs> he might. He might do this. <laughs> when he's wide open down the field for an 80-yard bomb and he's underthrown 10 yards, yeah. he might not be real happy. Uh, here's the deal. Tyreek got his money. Great. That's good. Yep. But his situation, uh, it couldn't have gotten any better than it did in Kansas City. So No, no. I really don't think it's a move that works out well for Tyreek or the Kansas City Chiefs. I think it's going to be interesting to see. Because now the pressure is clearly on Tua. Yeah. Right? They've got all the weapons now. Yeah. He has no excuses. If he's not very good. Okay. And then Hill isn't getting the stats that yeah. he wants. How's he going to act? I I don't know that he's a team guy. I really do. I think Mahomes co- probably kept him under under control and got him enough passes and enough touchdowns yeah. to where he could do his little dances in the end zone and all that crap. So if Tua can't get the ball to him, then we'll see. We'll see how he reacts. JL says teams Denver drew due to last place schedule: Seattle, Baltimore, Carolina. And the New York Jets cue her up again. Okay, I'll do it. <laughs> what I was saying, Magic put that on there for me. You got to look at that schedule, and you know their potential schedule. I guess that's already out. Um, yeah, yeah, they're going to get the easier of the schedules, and if Wilson's got anything left, you know they're hard to beat in Denver too if they've got a good team. So. Yeah, Chiefs, uh, Kansas City's in mourning up there today, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I think, like I said, uh, Russ pointed out a little earlier, this came out of absolute nowhere. Yeah, yeah. this is something. Honestly, I was I hadn't even looked at Twitter and, and uh, or anything. I was working on uh, tomorrow's uh, sheets and uh, picks, and Jared sent me that, and he's like, there's no way they're going to do this, right? I'm like, no, I, I don't think so. And uh, he's like, yeah, it had to be a great offer. And then – then he already got traded, and we're like, God, what'd they get? Maybe maybe Miami gave them some guys or something. Yeah. It's like they got five picks, three of them this year, only one that's a number one. Hmm, well, that's not good either. So, oh, it's not. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, I think the next year's the ones that are bad when you get a fourth and a sixth yeah. in 2023. I, that's the two that I just don't understand. It's not great for a guy that – you know, I mean, who knows what could happen with him, but he's got Hall of Fame numbers are projecting towards that. You know, he's got a long ways to go, obviously. But the yeah. numbers he's putting up are Hall of Fame worthy if they could keep it up. So uh, <laughs> Mark says, Andy Reid probably found out about the trade while eating a slab of ribs. He can't be happy with the trade or his cholesterol. <laughs> and Cindy said it might be worth a early bet Casey misses playoffs. Well, maybe. Let's see what they do. Surely they – but, you know, JL kind of brought it up. They've got contract problems. They paid – and Mark brought it up. They paid Mahomes a ton of money. Uh, Mark, I mean, 
I don't know what their cap situation. It can't be great. So they, they paid uh, Kelsey a tremendous amount of money too. Yeah. And yeah. didn't they pay uh, Jones a lot of money? Yeah. They so did. we shall see what happens with them. What about uh, what? What's your reaction to Aaron Rodgers throwing a fit all year, all out last offseason, weird stuff all year? Resigns with the Packers, no drama. Oh wait, Devontae Adams is gone. What did you think about that? That's a strange one too, don't you think? I couldn't believe it. No, no, that came out of nowhere. Yeah. Right. Yes. Nobody thought that was going to happen. There was no, no there was no, uh, you know, expert saying, hey, look for Devonte Adams to the Raiders right after his quarterback signs and in, in green. Yeah, I, I don't know. And, you know, this Aaron Rodgers crap all year we put up with, and then he ends up signing back with the Packers. And, yeah. yeah. It's, it's crazy. But we got to um, talk about Watson. Well, yeah, I was getting there. We, we, we okay. touched on Russell Wilson. Um, okay. I'm, I'm saving Watson to the end. What okay. about Matt Ryan going to the Colts? I think, I think thing. this is a great move yeah. for Indianapolis. They kind of are taking a cue from the Rams, aren't they? Yep. Uh, the only thing is Ryan's older than Stafford was, and he may have lost a little bit, but he's getting traded to a very good team that needs what he can do. Yeah, he can still throw the ball. They've got a great running game. I think he is a first class individual from anything I've ever heard about him. I've never heard anything bad about uh Matt Ryan, he's durable, uh, got a great arm. I, you know, with their running game, their defense, they 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 got off to a bad start this year, or they would have made the the playoffs. They've got, uh, they they just they got it all. I, I look for them to to uh, make the playoffs and make a run. If he yeah, if he can, if he's got anything left, I think it's yeah. a good move for them. He's, he's better got more left than Carson Wentz. Yes. I know that. I mean, yeah. Um, Carson Wentz going to Washington. They dealt him, and everybody's like, well, what in the hell are they doing in Indianapolis? Good good pickup, I think, here. Uh, yeah. Short term, I don't know what they're going to do long term, but short term, yeah. this is good. Yeah, well, I'd say he's got a couple of years left, probably. Yeah. Well, okay. Good. Say he has two. It's still short term. It is. It is. But in yeah. the meantime, maybe they can draft somebody yeah. and him be an understudy. You got to win now. And they don't have a quarterback, so they went out and got – what they consider to be the guy that can push them over the top. And like I say, they almost made it this year. And they had a difficult schedule early this season. This Very year. difficult and, and had problems, obviously. Their division. Yeah, they, they could be they could be good. Um look at their finally, division. just look at their division a minute. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they got to beat Tennessee and the rest of it's not very good. So they got a shot to to win that division. Yep, that's a, they do. They definitely, definitely do. All right, then finally we'll talk about the Cleveland Browns who give the most guaranteed money ever for a player in the NFL who has 22 civil sexual assault cases against him and could be suspended for part of the league. Deshaun Watson now with the Cleveland Browns. What are your thoughts on this? Well, I like you. Watched the Browns a lot. Kind of got to where I liked a few of them. This makes it easy for me to not root for the Browns at all. Mm -hmm. To me, this is what's wrong with America. 
this this is this is insanity this is just wrong it's dead wrong to yeah. sign a guy with the character of this person whether you think whether he's you think he's innocent or not he's been he's been charged or not charged but he's been accused of Right. By 22 different women. Yeah. So all 22 women got together and said, let's take down Deshaun Watson. Right. They all got together one night at a bar somewhere. Hey, I tell you what, let's sue old Deshaun Watson. You know, come on. That is just baloney. And to give him this kind of money, and he's a criminal, I know, proven you're innocent until proven guilty. I I, I wouldn't have touched him. I don't care how good he is. I it just shows you they don't care how good a person you are or not. I think the odd thing about it is is the money part of it. Like yeah. I get that somebody was going to take a shot at him. Oh yeah. Uh, and I don't honestly, I don't really blame the Browns. I really don't. Um, but um, my God, like why why is he that high in demand? Why are we getting him that kind of money? So he comes up there and they talk to him and they come out and say all oh, that's off. Right. Yeah. For a day, all that's off. Yeah. He's so not gonna yeah. Right here. What happened was he said no. He said he wasn't going to do it. Uh, he said he was going to go. You know, he, he, the the, uh, the Browns were off the table. And then the Browns come back and say, Mayfield, we're not requesting or we're not uh, granting you any trades. Forget about it. Yeah. And then the next day, Deshaun Watson is in Cleveland. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, that's bad, too. And I don't know. The Browns look to me like they – Okay, are they not going to be in the eyes of most people? Aren't they going to be the most hated team in the league? It seems like a lot of uh, a lot of Browns fans that I've kind of talked to and, and and guys that I've known that I've met over the last few years. Some of them are like, "Yeah, that's my team, whatever." And a few of them are like, "I'm done with them." So, yeah. uh, you know, I I don't know. I, I definitely don't think uh, this is something that's it's going to go over well for anybody. And Not, yeah, yeah, I do think they're going to be a hated team. I do too. Uh, I, I just think America is not going to go for this. I hope not. I know if I, okay, let's say I was a huge uh, Chiefs fan and they signed him. I, I, I don't think I could, I don't think I could root for him. I mm -hmm. honestly, I, I'm, I'm sure if I was a huge Chiefs fan, I would, but I wouldn't feel good about it, I don't think. And and you're taking this huge risk. He's going to do this again. Yeah. You yeah. know? I mean, hopefully he's learned his lesson. And also, I was talking to a buddy of mine yesterday. He might be suspended the first eight games. Somebody was saying that's a chance, you know, he's yeah. going to be suspended for a while. Yeah. And he didn't play at all last year in Houston. They've had enough of him. Yeah. And he could have played, couldn't he? Yeah. Well, they, they, they just said, you know, you're not playing. I mean, he exactly. wasn't suspended by the league. No. Right. So, um, JL says Ohio State has long since sold its soul for winning football games. There's nothing, it's nothing new for the Browns. Um, okay. So I was a bit critical of Mayfield. And by the way, he could have come out of this looking really good if he just shuts his mouth. Yeah. Once the Browns say, we're going to beat with him. Then say no, Baker's our guy. Then the next day, it, Deshaun's our guy, and now we've given him a contract, more guaranteed money than anybody. And yeah. Baker Mayfield just stays quiet through all of it. Yeah, he's looking really good, but instead he had to act like a baby 
Yeah. And he doesn't look that good through it. But all that aside, well, where is he going? Well, there's, there's four teams. I read on him today, too. Okay. Carolina, Detroit, Houston, and Seattle. Now, one of those are not like the other, but go ahead. <laughs> because Seattle might be okay. Yeah. Maybe it will be a disaster. If I was his agent, I'd be beating the door down at Seattle. <laughs> Wouldn't you? Oh, uh, Carolina, maybe, you know, that's second. Yeah. Those other two, I mean, Detroit, oh, my God. I hope he doesn't end up in Detroit. Uh, going for, from somewhere that's awful to somewhere that's awful. Um, Seattle at least has winning tradition. They have the kind of uh, offense that he could excel in, probably. They've got a couple of receivers and decent running back. Yeah. That's the place that would fit him uh, the best. But I haven't heard him say anything about it. Have you? Mm-mm. No, that's been really, really quiet over the last three or four days. Uh, listen, I, I think he's teetering on done, honestly. But this, wherever he goes in this season is going to really make or break him, in my opinion. Uh, he, he needs, like I said, everything he can to get to Seattle. Uh, he's – He's a question mark how he'll play. I, I think getting out of Cleveland is going to help him immensely. Um, getting healthy, obviously, going to help him. At times, he's been pretty good at Cleveland. At times, he's been really bad. Uh, yeah, got to get him to Seattle <laughs> somehow. Get to Seattle. Uh, it's not going to be easy over there, though. Uh, you know, they're they're a ways behind the 49ers and uh, the Rams now. Car- uh, Cardinals, who knows, with Arizona. But you know, it's not the easiest of situations, but I think that'd be a good spot. Carolina might be okay. The other two, not, it's not going to go well. Well, Carolina's still got Darnold, don't they? I, I think mean, you do. So that would be a place where there's already a quarterback, not that he's anything special, no. but that would be a duel between him and Baker. And does Baker want to do that? Uh, if I don't, like you say, Baker may not have a chance. I don't know about the Houston situation. I don't, I don't, you know, I know they've been bad. They've had that Watson thing hanging over them. Um, they're rebuilding. You know, it might not be awful to go there. Detroit still has golf, right? Yeah. I mean, was golf, that sense. Was golf the reason they were so awful? No. 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 They're awful because they're awful. Right. And so. <laughs> So, yeah, I'm hoping beyond hope he goes to Seattle. I can root for Seattle. You know, I, they're okay. Yeah. I never had a Seattle jersey or anything. It might be different, but uh, they're kind of pretty. Some of their uh, jerseys are kind of cool. Yeah, I think, I think I could rock a Seattle sweatshirt. Yeah, I think it might be all right. I'm not going to do it, though. I'm, I'm, I'm Cleveland Browns through and through. Oh, no, you're not. No, no. I don't I'm, care. Them. I'm done with them. I, I didn't really want to root for them anyway. Uh, I, you're right. Baker screwed it up. He should have just been quiet. Yep. And just took it like a man, you know, and yep. he came out of the smell like a rose because then he, he has a legitimate excuse. He was hurt. Right. And he, he sh- probably shouldn't have played. Well, and the Browns said that. The Browns said, hey, this guy was hurt. Get off his back, right? Yes. So all he had to do was just stay quiet. And, yes. 
it would have been like, yeah, Browns just screwed another guy out of the whatever. Yeah, exactly. And and it's not like he didn't do a lot for the Browns. Uh, when he got there, they were awful. They became a team. America got behind, wanted <laughs> to watch, yeah. right? Yeah. When they made that playoff run, everybody was rooting for the Browns. Yeah. You know, they were fun to watch. And he was mm-hmm. fun to watch. And he had a phenom- not a phenomenal year, but a solid season. He, a lot of teams would have taken him. And then he got hurt. Mm-hmm. And, and so did all the damn teammates got hurt. And they had COVID, and they had just a year, a nightmare of a season. See, that's the people that don't follow the Browns don't realize it, it was Murphy's Law, as Brent Venables would say. Everything that could go wrong did go wrong last season yeah. for the Browns. And it just did. And some of it was his fault, and some of it is wasn't. Like I said, uh, you know, losing Landry, and then and then they go up against the Raiders in a game where if they win, they probably would have made the playoffs, yeah. and the whole team had COVID. Had like, COVID. Nick Chubb was the only guy they had out there. And they still almost won the game. Almost won. Yeah. Uh, uh, they lost that other running back. Yeah. He was out almost the whole – that guy made a difference because yeah. you had two different types of running backs. You had the power of Chubb. And then what – who was it? Kendrick – Kendrick uh, – what was his name? Bell? No. What was his name? What are you talking about? Who are you talking the about? The other running back that got hurt. For the Browns? Yeah, remember the guy that was fast? It was from yeah, the yeah, Nick Chubb, and then the kid from Kansas City. Yeah, Kansas City. yeah, but he was fast. Dream mm-hmm. Hunt, Dream Hunt. Yeah, yeah, lost him. Yeah, people don't even talk about that. No, that's a big loss. Yeah, uh, Landry was hurt off and on all season, <laughs> and he can't catch the ball anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's another upstanding. He needs to be with Watson. He will be. Yeah, Hunt and Watson, man. <laughs> Kareem Hunt can show Watson the ropes. That's right. Watson already knows the ropes. Maybe both of them need the rope. The real loser in the NFL offseason, the women of Cleveland. They're in big, big trouble. <laughs> Lock them up. Get out of there. Get out of there if you're living there. It's just, to me, this is, you don't give a guy this kind of money yeah. when, he's in, when he's got legal issues it's it's just not right it's it's just rewarding uh, bad behavior what do yeah. we how do you teach young people what he's well they're told deshaun watson you know he's up for sexual harassment and assault and everything else he's he gets 230 million dollars for the next five years yeah it's guaranteed yeah. i think too no that's yes yes yep yep uh last comment here they lost beckham because beckham was tired of baker baker brought all of this on himself no he brought some of this on himself not all of it uh like i said he's not without blame that's not what we're saying but the beckham thing was probably on him to be completely fair um so this wasn't you know beckham dropping passes in big games before he left i'll say this JL Beckham was a lot better in LA. He played 10 times better out there. He he hated it in Cleveland. I'm convinced after watching him in LA, he hated it in Cleveland from day one. He never looked like that in Cleveland once. <laughs> so I don't know why he went there. Yeah. He played great in LA. And it yeah. could be he clicked with Stafford. Yeah. You know, you don't know. Stuff well, happens. he got a better quarterback. Like, I'm not sitting here sunshine pumping Baker Mayfield. Oh, God, no. 
he he brought a lot of it on himself. But trust me, I watched every snap for four years. It's the Browns sometimes, guys, and everybody's going to laugh, say, oh, bullshit. I don't care who's there. They can't make plays when they have to make them. They can't do it. No, Something okay. happens every time they're about to win a big game. Every time. You know, it's, 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 they find, they've invented ways to lose. These last four years have been eye opening. Well, let's look at a couple of games here. They go to San Diego early in the season. What they score? 42. Mm-hmm. And lost. Mayfield's unbelievable. And they lost. 42 and they get beat. They got beat at Kansas City and they scored, I think, 30 or something. I can't remember. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they got beat. Okay, that's Mayfield's fault. But that's the problem. If they, they would have went and scored 14, the Chiefs would add 17. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. They yeah. lose. They just lose, period. Yeah. And that's just if Mayfield and Landry and, and all those offensive linemen would have been healthy for that Raiders game, they would have lost 34 to 31, not 17 to 14. Absolutely. That's what that's they the do. franchise right there. Yeah. It, it was no matter who they brought in, they they were the same every time, every year. They were the same. So it's hey. a culture. It's a culture issue. It's a lack yes. of confidence. Yeah. Um, that's a tough, tough hurdle to climb to yep. get your team to believe they're better. I've been there. I know. And it's yeah. tough. It's tough. And yeah, JL's right. He said Beckham was better because he had a better receiver. Definitely. Or a better quarterback. Definitely. That's yeah. not, again, we're not arguing with you, but you had watched him like we had for four years. It's not it a wasn't better just him. They had he's other on better, He's on a better football team. That is the bottom line. Well, yeah. yeah. The Rams are better. They were better. Their expectations were higher. And and he went out there and played better. Well, okay. let's also remember, too, he had a fellow by, by the name of Cooper Cup, number 10, playing opposite him. That helped, too. He's a pretty sure. damn good player. Yeah, they had they had other weapons as well. Uh, yeah, no doubt. But the Browns did, too. So. Yeah, but they weren't. Cooper Cups category. No, no. All right. Uh, yeah, Isaac's here. And so. Oh, and Isaac, you missed it. And uh, uh, we've already covered your news. Yep. And we are proud of you. And uh, just let me know when you get a car so I can stay away from that neck of the woods for a while until you prove to me that you can drive, which I know you can because I taught you how. So. That's right. That's right. He better be able to drive, or you're going to get fired from that driver's head. So, <laughs> he's, uh, Isaac said he's excited no. to come and drive to your house oh, soon. God, I never thought about that. Uh, Isaac <laughs> driving to your house. <laughs> Isaac driving anywhere. <laughs> Uh, I think Sandy and I are going to move. Yeah, well, there you go. That's the well, only, only solution. Isaac, I am teaching driver's ed this summer, uh, and I will let you know. We, You and I need to get together. We'll have lunch or something. There you go. There you go. Isaac says he had the best driver's ed teacher. That's the only reason I was able to accomplish the thing I did. Thank you so much for all you do. There you go. That's very nice, Isaac. One out of uh, – Two million students I had one that will thank me for all I do. <laughs> well, Isaac, we're very proud of you getting the driver's license. That we are. A good accomplishment. You better believe it. Get that car. Be careful out there. Don't forget. It's okay to drive slow, Isaac. That's fine. Just don't get in a wreck. Get your girlfriend now, Isaac. That's right. That's next. Well, you got the car, man. That's right. 
get your wheels, get your driver's license. Women are going to be flocking all over you. That's right. All the women in Southwest Missouri are excited yeah. today by this news. Like okay. Magnet. As Dennis points out, it's 30 minutes away. It's Wednesday. Yeah. And you know what that means. AEW Live in now 26 minutes. We're going to open up the, the matches tonight with Dax Hardwood taking on CM Punk. Cannot wait for that. I'm so excited. So we're going to get out of here because of that. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. Even JL. Just kidding, JL. <laughs> thanks, everybody, for joining us. <laughs> no, JL, thanks a million. Yeah, I know. Well, we always like your comments, JL. Uh, Dennis says he's had a car for six years. What does that mean? I've had a what car mean, for six years. What's that mean? Yeah. He, car for he has to have a girlfriend. He's had six years. Oh, well, Dennis, there are exceptions to the rule, you know. Well, you got to get out of out of that room you sit in up there at Churchill Downs, hiding out all the time. That's right. JL says, "Go blue." Can't wait until next week when we get to discuss Michigan in both the Final Four and the Frozen Fours. I can't wait for the Frozen Four. I love that. So, I don't care if they make that. I don't want them to make the Final Four. Yeah, I'll root for Michigan to win, to, to go to the final, uh, the Frozen Four. That that's uh, that's awesome. By, by the way, the Blues were great last night, Aaron. Blues played good. Blues played good. Um, Bounce back, definitely a bounce back game. So, but watch um, out tomorrow because they play the Flyers and those will lose. Don't win. So. Yeah, they'll lose. They'll lose that one. Big game tomorrow morning: USA versus Canada on the ice tomorrow morning. I'm guessing. I don't know what that is. Curling? What are you talking about? They're curling, Cindy. I don't know. Is that on ESPN? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All right. We got a lot going on uh, through the next uh, three weeks here on Racy Dudes. And it's going to start this weekend with the Louisiana Derby of coverage tomorrow on Blinkers Off and, of course, on the Magic Mike Show. Also covering the Dubai World Cup. That's the Saturday as well. So a big Saturday morning lined up and the Sunland Derby on Sunday. We're going to have coverage for all of that. We'll be live for the Louisiana Derby as well. Then guess what? Papa Dude and I will be back on Sunday night. We're going to recap what we've seen out of these college basketball games. But more importantly, we will do the late pick four from Will Rogers Downs on Monday. And we uh, will be there on Monday. Yes, I would say. Uh, well, I'm not going to say we will. We will absolutely 100% be there Monday. So the late pick four, Will Rogers Downs on, on Monday. We will cover it Sunday night. So make sure to tune into that as well. So It'll be me and Aaron. And about what twenty five other people? <laughs> Me. <laughs> it's supposed to be really nice, so we might get thirty. So we'll see. Might be, and uh, yeah, maybe forty. Down there, when you place a bet, and the horse is eight to one, and you go place a five dollar bet, the horse suddenly is three to one. <laughs> correct. Correct. But one hundred percent correct. We've done that. We've done it. And My buddy once said, "I'm going to make this horse one to nine, and he paid. He placed a fifty dollar bet, and it, it was one to nine. <laughs> and you never know what they're going to be when they come out of the gate, because wow. all of the simulcast money comes in, and suddenly your five to one horse is three to five. <laughs> That's happened a lot of times. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, it's going to be fun. Uh, Russ says on-site gambling is always better anyway. Yeah, we may, who knows? We may pop in live uh, while we're there. Who knows? Could, oh, that would be fine. We could do that. It, tell you what, if we're, here's the deal. If we are live to the pick four going to the last leg, we'll pop in and do it. We'll do a live show. Oh, no doubt about it. Leading up to the last leg. Yeah, I wouldn't be looking. I wouldn't be. Uh, 
I would be planning on that though, anybody. Hey, <laughs> I hit the I hit the late pick four on Tuesday. Um, Twenty. Let's no. Let me get this right. Thirty-two dollar ticket. Yeah. Guess what I paid? Oh no. Fifty-four dollars. <laughs> that sounds like the kind of pick four tickets or things we get right. I just like was talking to myself like, why do I do this? Why am I playing this? And you know what really makes me mad? Coming down the stretch, an eight to one, who actually had on top of the race is ahead, ahead the whole stretch. Would have paid two fifty something if the horse wins, gets beat right at the wire by the horse that's going to pay fifty two dollars. Yeah. Well, if your aunt had balls, she'd be your uncle. That's true. That is very, very true. Russ says, how far is it to Will Rogers? Uh, from my house, about an hour. Uh, Russ, from where you live, what are you about? What is he here in a couple hours from Hot Springs? Yeah, you'd be an hour and a half right from Hot Springs, Russ. Okay. I don't know exactly. Maybe um, this will help you. Uh, Claremore's about 30 minutes north of Tulsa. Yeah, he's probably looking like six hours. Yeah, it's it's about 30 miles north of Tulsa. It's about uh, two hours north of Oklahoma City. Yeah, yeah. And it's about an hour away from Joplin, Missouri. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, guys, we're going to get out of here. AEW now 21 minutes away. We've got okay, it. well, I'll let you get with it. All right, guys, we will see you next time. Tune into the channel all week. Like I said, we got tons of shit uh, coming out. Uh, whether it be live shows or videos. So, all right, for the dudes of Bet Sports, we'll see you back here on Sunday talking NCAA basketball and Will Rogers Downs. Thank you. What is This has been a presentation of RacingDudes.com, your destination for all things horse racing and sports betting. Whether you want free winners, expert insider picks, up-to-the-minute trackside weather reports, or podcasts and videos for bettors of all skill levels. Never make another wager without visiting the Racing Dudes first.